I would like to take a special moment with the children, all of you who are present and those of you who are joining us from home. So I want to ask how many of you have ever had a birthday? You grown-ups have had birthdays, right? Yeah, exactly. We all have birthdays, right? How many of you have ever been to a birthday party? I've been to a birthday party too. And a lot of times at birthday parties, things are decorated and fun colors and there's a cake that has candles on it and whoever's birthday it is gets presents to celebrate their birthday. Well, today is a big birthday. Today is the birthday of the church. And we celebrate that day over about 2,000 years ago when God started the church. And if you heard the story that Mr. Ed read, all of these people were gathered together in Jerusalem and the Holy Spirit came on all of them and they all started talking about God's love in Jesus and then they went out and started telling that story all over the world and the church was born. And it was described as flames of fire. The Holy Spirit landed on them. Not real fire, but it kind of looked like fire which made me think about birthday candles. And then everybody who was at that moment received a gift. You know, sometimes when you go to a birthday party, everybody who comes to the party gets a little present before you go. Like when my son had a birthday party, we gave everybody who came little lightsabers to take home because he was all into Star Wars. And on that day, the birthday of the church, everybody who was there got the gift of the Holy Spirit. And that's a gift for all of us. So I want us today to be so happy to be celebrating the birthday of the church. After church, if you're here in the sanctuary, we hope you'll come out on the West Lawn and get a Pentecost cookie and say a prayer to God to thanks, of thanks for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus' love and presence inside of us always. Let's pray together. Loving God, we thank you for this very special day that we call Pentecost, the birthday of the church. We thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit that allowed everyone there to feel your love and to tell the story of your love. Be with us and help us to tell the same story. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. This is one of my favorite days in the church. It's a happy, holy, exciting day. Sometimes on Pentecost we celebrate the, the peace and comfort that the Spirit brings, the quiet whisperings that we experience through the Spirit. Sometimes we, we celebrate the, the fire get, that gets lighted underneath us and, and sends us out like those first apostles were sent out. It's a day for us to celebrate the church, and to remember God's beautiful design and plan for the church. It's astounding to me to hear this story of this fresh outpouring of the Spirit on this little group, about 120 of Jesus' followers, and how all of them began to speak in languages they had never learned before, all the languages of the earth. And I have to say, I'm always grateful for those people like Ed Zinkowitz, 
who draw the short straw and have to read the scripture on (laughs) Pentecost Sunday and, and roll off all of those names of all the different nationalities and cultures that were represented on that day. Parthians, Medes, people from Mesopotamia, Elamites, blah, 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 blah. And normally that's what I do as I read this text from Acts 2. When I'm preparing the sermon or leading a Bible study, it's Parthians, Medes, Elamites, blah, 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 blah. But this year, I decided to do a little research. Before Bible study on Tuesday morning, I said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out who these Parthians were. And who were the Medes, for heaven's sake? What do we know about these different cultures and nationalities that were gathered in Jerusalem on that day of Pentecost? Well, I had to write some of it down. Did you know that the Parthians had an empire that stretched from the Euphrates River all the way to modern-day Pakistan? They were a powerful people and a great mixture of cultures. The Medes... were the forerunners of the Iranians, perhaps even the Kurdish people. The Elamites are an ancient people mentioned way back in the Old Testament who were considered enemies of the Jewish people. In fact, the prophet Jeremiah had had some things to say about the Elamites. And yet, here they were on this day of Pentecost, recipients of the Holy Spirit. Then, of course, we had people from Rome, the seat of the great empire of Rome, And then people from Egypt and Cyrene and different regions of Africa, all sorts of cultures and languages and peoples represented. And as we explored some of this in our Bible study on Tuesday morning, someone made the comment, you know, from the very beginning, God designed the church to be multicultural, multilingual, multiracial. All of these people on Pentecost were talking about the same thing, the mighty deeds of God. They were all telling the story of God's love for the world revealed in Jesus Christ. Same story, many languages. Same story that would then be taken out and told through the lens of all the cultures of the world. Isn't that beautiful and amazing and miraculous? And yet how easy it is, for me at least, to forget that that's part of the design and part of the blessing of the church. It's so easy for me to get, to get contained in my experience of God and, and my ways of worshiping and, and my language and my images that I lose out on the, on the beauty of the same story being told in so many different ways. The story is told, it's probably not true, but it's kind of funny, of the young pastor first starting out in his first church, and he's bringing all this good theology he's learned, and and he wants to bring freshness and change to the congregation, and so instead of reading the scriptures from the King James Version, he reads it from the New International Version. And after church, someone comes through the line and says, we have to read the King James Version. If it's good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me. (laughs) This idea that because that's the way I heard the story, do you know Jesus didn't speak King James English? The church I grew up in had a, a portrait of Jesus in the fellowship hall. The same portrait is in the fellowship hall of the church where we have camp meeting every year. 
I imagine many of you grew up in churches with this this portrait of Jesus, the Warner Solomon portrait, where Jesus is, is looking up and he's got long blonde hair and blue eyes, and that's a portrait that I gazed into and prayed with as, as my own little icon. It's an image that has meant a lot to me. And yet what a gift has come to me to realize that Jesus didn't have blonde hair and blue eyes. Jesus looked very different with olive skin and dark eyes and dark hair that was probably curly and he was probably shorter than I am. And to imagine and to see all of these different cultural expressions of Jesus is a gift of the church. That's one reason we've had so much fun. This seems a little odd to put it this way, but during this COVID pandemic, when we've been worshiping primarily online, We've had a lot of fun looking for artwork and different images to put on the bulletin that come from from different cultures so that the biblical figures or whether it's Jesus or the angels or the prophets are expressed with different skin tones and different styles coming from the different cultures of the world. One story being told in all the languages and cultures of the world. And there is such blessing and such gift to be received in that. I like to think of of the church on a day like today when we celebrate God's universal church, all the churches up and down West End, all the churches all across the globe celebrating the day of Pentecost and the birth of the church. I like to picture us all as this one big round table There's nobody at the head of the table except for Christ who is our host. And each of us brings to this table our story and our experience of the love of God through Jesus Christ. So I come to this table and I talk about growing up at Brentwood United Methodist Church in this white affluent suburb on the south side of Nashville where my youth leaders and Sunday school teachers taught me the love of God. The people who who loved on me and walked with me through some really hard times as I was growing up. And I bring that story to the table and share it with joy. And then I lean in with humility and curiosity to hear the stories of all the others who gather around the table. And I think about all of those places where I've heard the same story told in different languages and through different cultures. I remember worshiping with that congregation in Moscow who were in such danger, putting themselves at great risk to gather and worship together. And the pastor there whose parents had both died in in the gulag under Stalin's reign. I remember the, the gathering of people in Uganda as we sang and shouted and and I heard a sermon in Klosa that I didn't really understand, but I could still tell he was telling the old story of God's love. And the congregation in Tlanqualpecan, Mexico, who welcomed me with a hospitality I'd never experienced before. In all of these places, we, we broke bread and we shared the cup. And we were all changed and transformed by the same story with so many different ways of telling it. 
So on this day when we celebrate Christ's universal church, let us celebrate the many languages and cultures and ways that this story speaks to us. Each one of you in this sanctuary, each one of you in the sound of my voice has your own unique story and way of telling it. And you are welcome at this table with the story that is yours. Trust and know that the rest of the church gathers with you for this wonderful birthday party that we celebrate today. And that we are God's gift to the world. May we continue to tell the same story in new ways. Thanks be to God.